This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. So, is it going to be fifth time lucky for the bees? It's about that time again, time for the showdown, as Brentford travel up to Borough again in an attempt to get our first point on the board. The first point. So I thought, it's a new season, it's a new start. We've wiped the slate clean. But I thought we'll have a little chat to John from 12th Man Borough. If you check him on Twitter, 12th Man Borough, John is going to give us a bit of a lowdown of what's going up in Borough. How you doing, mate? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm all right, not too bad, not too bad. I feel a lot better after Saturday. Our little trip up to Leeds was a, a lot better showing from Brentford than it has been for the beginning of the season, so we're thinking that things have started to slot into place. I'm pleased that you enjoyed Leeds, but uh, I hope that um, all the Borough fans uh, enjoy tomorrow night. <laughs> so talk about Borough, okay, you've had a pretty solid start to the season. You've had wins against Bolton, Wednesday, and Franchise FC, a.k.a. MK Dons. You've also had yep. draws against Derby and Preston and a surprise reverse against Bristol City. You were slightly struggling at the moment. Are you, are you happy with your start to the season? Yeah, it's been fine. I mean, we've had a couple of wins in the um, couple of One Cup as well. The result against Bristol City was a, a big blow. Where we didn't play too badly, but um, there were a lot of changes uh, made by the manager before the start and it raised a few eyebrows. Bristol City got an early goal. We thought like Trojans, especially in the second half, to get back into it, but uh, their keeper had a bit of a blind the second half and we just couldn't get the breakthrough. thought Saturday's game against MK Dons was going to be similar, uh, goalless at half-time, but um, we, we found a breakthrough in uh, 70-odd minutes with a uh, superb goal by Downing. And uh, we, we ran out comfortable in the end. Um, we're going to get that though. We're going to get teams who are less willing to attack us and it put the onus on us to break them down. So we have to be a bit clever. We have to be patient. I'm sure we can do that. Uh, we've got great options now, not just uh, in our starting 11, but uh, but on the bench. So I- I'm hopeful, you know, that um, you know we- we'll continue to do well. Brentford are coming up on Tuesday. You had a fairly comprehensive record against the Bees last season, is what we said. Four matches, four wins. 
But some people say that you put so much effort into making sure you outfoxed Mark Warburton's boys that you actually left nothing for that Norwich match at Wembley. Was a bit of a gutter going out with such a whimper. It was, yeah. I mean, uh, thanks for being Wembley. I really appreciate that. Yeah, it was. It was a it was a bad day. Um, we didn't get started, um, and we found ourselves two goals behind very early on. And Alex Neil was clever, and he just shut up shop, allowed us to keep possession. Um, uh, until about the final third of the pitch uh, and, and just didn't let this penetrate them. We've got to be a bit more clever this season uh, if, if we come up against that. Um, but, you know, Wembley's long gone. Still hurts a little bit, but uh, you, you get on with it. You know, we've made some great summer signings and uh, the squad, in my opinion, is uh, stronger this year. So hopefully we can... Um, we can avoid Wembley and go up automatically. You know, a lot, lot of people didn't give us a lot of credit last season. They didn't think we were going to do what we did. But we were actually really proud that we came out of the blue and surprised a lot of people. And we played a specific brand of football last season, that is. Mark Warburton called it Plan A. And he even admitted he had no Plan B. He said, only try and do Plan A better. Some will argue that Borough sussed out Plan E and it was all over. So, you know, is that, is that what you thought about all our encounters? It was, it was odd the home and away fixtures in the... In the, in the 42 game league, um, 46 rather, because at home, I thought you, you, you although we beat you 4-0, I thought you looked very, very good in spells, and then the televised game at your place, crucially we got the lead, and, and I think once we, once we do get in front, we very rarely um, lose the game, so that, that was crucial for us, you know, we got the penalty, we, we, um, we, we got the lead, and um, we, held, we held on, I mean, it was... It was a difficult game up at your place. And then the playoffs, the night at the Riverside was, was fantastic. A full house, everybody was up for it. Obviously, we took a 2-1 uh, lead into that game. Um, and we just sort of, everything clicked. Everything was right on the night and it was, it was brilliant. You know, um, the, the, the local media, the club, built everything up to the, to the second leg game. And just everything went right. It was probably the highlight, um, the highlight of the season, you know, for a lot of fans. So I can see tomorrow still being difficult. Uh, yes, you've lost some players, but um, you've still got uh, a lot of good players there who can cause us problems. So we've got to be on our toes. I mean, we have lost some key players this season. You know, to go through, we lost Andre Gray, who left from nine million to Burnley after buying him for five hundred grand in the summer. Or do Barju left for three point five million to Hull after buying him for a million the previous summer? Dallas left for 1.25 million after buying it for nothing from Ireland. Douglas also left in a bit of a cloud to Ipswich. We've also lost Hotter, McEachran and Belland out for quite a while. They're all injured. So we had a bit of a hole at the start of the season. But saying that, we brought in some key players, including Jurisin, who's got a mad song, from Salzburg. Woods from Shrewsbury and Vibe from, I think it's from Sturm Graz in, uh, in Austria. You know, who have you brought in? Because obviously you lost Bamford. Um, do you think you're stronger after losing Bamford? And who else have you brought in? Um, well, we, we, we lost Bamford, we lost Tomlin. Um, Whitehead uh, went, he's out of contract, so, so he went uh, to Huddersfield. Um, brought, brought in, we've, we've made some great signings. I mean, uh, Stuart Downing, dropping down from the Premier League to come, come back home, was, uh, was a masterstroke, and it was a big sign of intent from, uh, from the chairman and from the, from the club itself. Um, we brought in um, Christian Suani as a, uh, as a, a, another attacker. I don't, don't know whether he had the immediate impact of um, Bamford, uh, but he's already started. Well, he's got five goals. Four of those were in the Capital One uh, Cup. 
but it still five goals. He, he's confident. He looks a good player. He's strong, um, and I think he, he he'll take some time to settle down. But I, I, I just think he's he's going to be a great addition. He, he's a Uruguayan, and, and we've just brought in a, a young lad, 23, uh, Carlos De Pena, who's a, a, a attacking wide player. Nobody's seen him play yet. Uh, we've seen YouTube clips which which can flatter some players and um, and. You know, you you might get a skewed view of it just from view, from YouTube, but he just looked like uh, a very very good player. Um, I'm a I'm a Vieta on loan. He's uh, he's just something that has given us extra cover at the back. You know, we've we've done we've done okay in the transfer market, and I think personally, I think we're stronger this year than last. I mean, Kike he had a a, a mixed season. Uh, last season, he, he, at times he looked a fantastic striker, and then at other times, um, you know, not so good. But I think with with a year's experience in the um, in the championship, um, settling down to the different sort of lifestyle culture in England, I think he'll do well this year. Um, the manager still uses a rotation policy, much to some fans' uh, disappointment, but. What, we, what what it did prove last year was that um, we escaped any serious injuries and we kept players fresh uh, for as long as we could. I think he'll still do the same thing this year. I think we're stronger than last year, so that, that's why I'm hoping you know we can go one better. And interesting as well, I mean, obviously, Forshaw used to play for us and he came into your squad in December last year. He didn't play that much last season. How's he featured? Because there's a rumour that he was going to go out on loan. Um, there, there was a rumour, yeah. Um, I don't know whether that was speculation or whether there was any truth in that. But Adam Forshaw, uh, he, he's a good player. You can see that he's a good player. He, he's been limited to uh, substitute appearances um, mainly. Um, but th- th- there's talk amongst quite a few fans in the pubs and clubs before the game that he should be um, possibly starting the home games so we've got like more of an uh, attacking threat from midfield because he, he's more of a, a forward-minded uh, midfield player than a, than a holding midfield player. But to be fair, Karanka's got it right most of the time and uh, Clayton and Ledbetter have, uh, have got a fantastic um, partnership in the middle and we look really solid. So Tuesday, you're going to come against a Brentford team with a manager who has got a plan B, Marinus Dijkhausen. He's still finding his feet in this vision. But he's not afraid to make a decision. He will change the team up or he'll pick a fight as he did with Uwe Rosler on Saturday, which was like, oh my God, what's going on there? Which is cool because Uwe was winding him up and he wasn't going to step down. So it's going to be a different type of game than the last four times that we played you. How do you think it's going to shake up? It'll be tough. We've got to be patient. I mentioned that earlier. We've got to try and, um, you know, use a little bit of uh, craft and guile to, to break teams down not saying Brentford will come and uh, and shut up shop, but for those teams that do so, then we've got to use a little bit of uh, a little a little bit of craft just to uh, just to unlock it. And I think you know we've got players who are able to do that. Um, we've just got to be patient. The fans have got to stay right behind the team. Um, and as for tomorrow, I think uh, we might prove too strong. Uh, you, you, you're going through a little bit of a change, um, obviously with the players. You've lost. I mean, Pritchard was was a big loss for you. I know he's only on loan, but he's a great player. Um, we, we're going to find uh, we're going to find you a difficult team, but I think we'll overcome you. Um, and I'm hoping, you know, that we can get the three points, and it'll just 
cement our good start to the season. So, score prediction? 2-1, Middlesbrough. 2-1 to Middlesbrough from the 12th band, Borough. I'm sticking with one all. Happy to get a point out of Borough on a cold Tuesday night where it's dipping a little bit. So, yeah, so let's see how it goes. But listen, really great chatting to you. Hopefully, we'll catch up before the game for a Swifty where we can talk about how it's also a nearly season for both our teams. But hopefully this season, it'll be a lot better. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm always up for a, uh, a Swifty. Yeah, definitely. Okay, mate. No problem. Okay. Nice one, man. Take care. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks, man. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.